I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Thursday, January 4th. An 85-year-old Quincy man was fatally injured after being struck by a vehicle in front of the apartment complex at 1000 Southern Artery in Quincy Point yesterday morning. Happened just before 9.30. Quincy police received several 911 calls reporting a pedestrian had been struck by a car right in front of the apartment complex near the intersection of South Street and Southern Artery. Police, fire, and Brewster ambulance all responded, arriving moments later, attending to the victim, whose name has not been released. He was taken to South Shore Hospital with life-threatening injuries and died about 12.30 yesterday afternoon. The vehicle involved in the crash was operated by a 63-year-old Quincy man who called 911 and remained at the scene. The crash is under investigation by the Quincy and State Police and Norfolk County District Attorney's Office. Anybody with information about the accident is urged to contact Quincy Police. A Quincy man was arrested and charged with animal cruelty after police say he attempted to light a raccoon on fire. Police received a call last Saturday reporting a person was attempting to light a raccoon on fire in the backyard of a house on Royal Street in Wollaston. Upon arrival, officers saw two neighbors arguing and a live raccoon with apparent burn injuries in a trap cage. In a video obtained by police, 63-year-old Andrew Chu of Quincy could be seen building a fire in a tin can before placing the caged raccoon on top of the tin can as the fire intensified. Chu was placed under arrest, charged with violating animal cruelty laws. He was arraigned in Quincy District Court on Tuesday. The raccoon was taken to the New England Wildlife Center in Weymouth. Officials say the raccoon is in critical condition, suffering severe burns to its stomach, back, and paws. The center said that while the raccoon has a long road to recovery, they describe the animal as a fighter and say they'll do everything they can. Chu pleaded not guilty and was released on personal recognizance. One of the 18 generals who are featured in statues at the General's Bridge and Park in Quincy has died. Quincy native General Gordon Sullivan died on Tuesday at the age of 86. Sullivan was honored in 2021 by Mayor Thomas Koch during the dedication of the General's Bridge and Park in Quincy Center. A seven and a half foot bronze statue of Sullivan was placed in the center of the park to honor Sullivan. Sullivan was the 32nd Army Chief of Staff and former president and CEO of the Association of the U.S. Army. In a statement, Koch said it was an honor to know Sullivan and that his contributions to the United States Army were immense. And the mark he left in his military career and on the city of Quincy is indelible. 38 seniors in Quincy Public Schools are being recognized for their proficiency in foreign languages. The students have achieved the Massachusetts Seal of Biliteracy given by the state to high school graduates who demonstrate proficiency in English and have attained a high level of proficiency in one or more languages. Of the 38 seniors who were recognized to earn two seals each, Nine students received the seal with distinction for their performance. 
Some of the languages represented include Mandarin, French, Burmese, Albanian, Thai, German, and Russian. School officials say earning the seal of biliteracy helps students who are applying to colleges and universities and also helps students in the work world. Another round of exams will be held in the spring. A group of women living at a retirement community in Hingham are striking a pose for a good cause as part of a new calendar project dubbed the Lovely Ladies of Linden Ponds Calendar. The pictures have been generating chatter as residents, ranging in age from 69 to 92, bear it all to benefit their neighbors and the facility's resident care fund. The fund ensures residents can continue living at the Linden Ponds community even when money runs out. As of Tuesday, the women behind the calendar project had sold 750 calendars halfway to their goal. Despite appearances, the ladies said the photos are all an illusion. They say they were fully clothed at the time the pictures were taken. With their calendar in print, the ladies of Linden Ponds are now embracing their age one month at a time. A New York-based online scammer has been indicted after allegedly tricking a Massachusetts resident out of $300,000. The Plymouth County DA's office announced that a grand jury has indicted 42-year-old Nikesha Lewis on larceny and receiving stolen property. According to authorities, Lewis conducted an elaborate online scheme targeting a female victim in Plymouth County. During the pandemic, the victim made online contact with an individual operating a profile under the name Richard Cobstar, who purported to be a CIA agent and owner of a successful diamond mining company. A report filed with the Plymouth Police Department says the victim, a woman in her 60s, thought she fell in love with the person who convinced her he was both a CIA agent and a mining company owner. The two reportedly never met in person. The victim went on to send large sums of money through checks, cash, and wire transfers to Lewis, who Cobstar had said was his assistant. Prosecutors detailed how the victim first withdrew $15,000 from a bank in Sandwich in 2020 and sent a certified check to the defendant's New York address. A dozen more checks and wire transfers would follow. The victim also told police that on two occasions she mailed packages of cash to New York as well. Officials said Lewis fraudulently deposited the funds into her bank account, then quickly withdrew cash from random ATMs. In an attempt to conceal the activity, Plymouth police were contacted about the theft in March of 2022, a few months after the victim said she started to have suspicions that she was being scammed. The extensive investigation conducted by police found that Lewis acted in a joint venture with unknown other individuals to the victim and convinced her to send $300,000 over the course of 15 months. The funds were allegedly used by Lewis to pay for bills, or mortgage, groceries, and travel expenses. Police said that when they initially responded to the victim's home, she was said to be depressed and afraid to leave the building, trying to conserve what little cash she had left. Lewis will be arraigned at a later date, 
Plymouth police are also searching for a male suspect who may have been involved in that scam. Now, seasonal respiratory illnesses are surging in Massachusetts and across the country, and health experts are stressing the importance of preventative measures like masking and vaccination. Some providers are also reporting an uptick in very sick children with the flu. Nearly 17% of all Massachusetts emergency department visits in mid-December were because of an acute respiratory illness. The report from the DPH indicates that flu and other similar illness activity is high for the state overall, the second highest of DPH's four-tiered rating system. Flu activity is rated as very high, which is the top category in the North and South Shores, Cape and Islands. DPH ranks COVID-19-related emergency department visits in the moderate category. From December 17th through the 23rd, 2.9% of emergency department visits were related to COVID-19, 2.7% to the flu, 0.9% to RSV. Respiratory virus activity is also high and rising across the country, according to the CDC. Starting Tuesday, Mass General Brigham said it would begin requiring masking for healthcare staff interacting directly with patients and would begin encouraging patients and visitors to wear masks. At Sasha Hospital, the emergency department is seeing an uptick in patients with COVID-19. Gas prices dipped in Massachusetts slightly for the first week of 2024. Experts believe the trend of lower fuel costs could be hanging around for the time being. The average gas price in Massachusetts is currently three twenty a gallon, down three cents from a week ago. It marks fifteen cents lower than a year ago. The average price was three thirty-five a gallon. Massachusetts average is ten cents higher than the national average of three ten. Mark Shieldrop, a spokesperson for AAA Northeast, said prices could remain lower in the immediate future. He says ample supply of gasoline is keeping a lid on prices, and oil traders seem to be shrugging off the situation in the Red Sea for now. He says prices could remain lower for the time being since demand typically cools in January. Check of business news this morning. Stocks retreated. The Dow is down 284 points. The Nasdaq lost 173, and the S&P dropped 38. Asian stocks are also down. The dollar and the euro rose. Oil at $73 a barrel. In sports, Bruins take on Pittsburgh at the Garden tonight at 7 o'clock. Celtics will host the Jazz tomorrow night at 7. Forecast from the National Weather Service today. Turn out partly cloudy, the high of 43. Clear cold tonight, low 32. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, high only 35. Saturday, cloudy with a high of 36. And looks like snow on Sunday with a high of 33. For the boater, waves a couple of feet. West wind 5 to 10, becoming northwest and increasing 10 to 15, gusting to 25 later. Small craft advisory goes into effect this evening. Next, high tide, 520 p.m. Sunrise, 712, set at 424. Reminder, there's a one-day delay for the curbside collection of trash and recycling in Quincy all this week due to the New Year holiday back on Monday. 
Also a reminder, construction continues along Furnace Brook Parkway in front of the Bernazzotti Elementary School from 8.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. right through tomorrow. The road and sidewalk will remain open during the construction. However, the state is urging pedestrians and motorists to use caution in the work zone. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Thursday, January 4th.